what's up? Welcome back to Bad Movie Sunday. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? <laughs> I'm trying to. Hey MTV, welcome to my room. I'm trying to channel the that, like early 2000s right. Scooby Doo laid back vibe. You have to add at least 10 more likes in that one sentence. I'm like trying to like. <laughs> You're right. You're even dressed like Shaggy today. Yeah, I've got Same like the green shirt. I mean, a little more stylish. Mm, thank you. But pretty much. You know, you know those like Pinterest pictures? Shaggy Moonboard? Disney, Disney Bound? Wait, yeah, exactly. Both of those. <laughs> yeah, like those mood boards that has like a name of the character on top and then like a couple little pieces of an outfit that you could channel your inner <laughs> that character. Like for Shaggy, it's like, oh, a green t-shirt and some brown pants. I feel That's like literally oh. it. That's it. Yep. So also, sorry, we're, we may have to try to talk a little bit quieter this episode. There's some very important people in the next room next to us, so this is going to be a little bit of an ASMR episode. Asthma. Asthma, as Crystal says. Wait, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no. No. It's ASMR. Oh. Asthma. You know what? I think I like asthma better. I, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Pain in my asthma. If you're new to Bad Movie Sunday, we are a podcast that watches bad movies so you don't have to. We talk about them. We roast them. We toast them. Have a lot of fun. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I am one of your guests. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm so glad to have you on um, my podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, the power has been transferred like one of those Scooby-Doo soul things like shaggy's power <laughs> i have one percent of his power but it's still it's too much i feel like thanos oh my gosh i'm one of your hosts <laughs> ashley oh did i promote you i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember doing I that i promoted myself <laughs> a little self-promotion uh i'm your other host amy and today we have with us a new guest our good friend crystal hi hi crystal how hi, you doing ashley. hi amy hi how are you? I'm fine. Nice. Good to know. <laughs> so you've never been on Bad Movie Sunday before. Do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself? Maybe why you picked this movie? Um, so I picked Scooby-Doo because I was hoping to see the Velma hot scene, mostly. <laughs> then I realized that's in the second movie. So oh. I'll be back again. Maybe. Disappointing. Oh my god. Do you want to explain what scene you're talking about? I think everybody knows what scene, but please explain. Yeah. So, in the second movie, Velma gets a makeover done by Daphne, and then she comes out, and then she sees the object of her affections and says, Who's your mommy? (laughs) What? I don't remember that. What what was the scene that you were thinking about? I was thinking- Because you were like right on- Bored with <laughs> Isn't that that scene where she gets her like uh, hot transformation and comes down the stairs in yeah. like a full leather getup? And then she says, Who's your mommy? Oh my god, that makes that scene so much better for me. <laughs> I'm so glad that's a real thing. So, Crystal, you have to come back now so we can watch that, just so we have an excuse. I didn't want to be too presumptuous, but. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry this was not the movie that that yeah. happened in. I was actually waiting for it because I know the scene that you're talking about and I didn't know which movie it was in and a uh, little disappointed not gonna oh, lie that's so sad <laughs> but you know what it's gonna be worth the wait yeah if you read the title you know that we're talking about the classic 
live-action Scooby-Doo movie. The one from 2002, though. Not the the crappy remake that they made afterwards with Robbie Amell. That sucked. This one was great. And not the other crappy remake that they made just with Velma and Daphne, I think, and what? no one else. And whoa, whoa, whoa. not the remake that they're going to release in 2020, Scoob, starring, <laughs> starring Zac Efron as, guess who? Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he Shaggy? <laughs> no, Fred. He's Fred. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I feel like out of all the characters, it makes the most sense that he'd be Fred. Right? Okay, let me tell you the rest of the cast. Okay. And you tell me if this makes sense. Oh, I'm so excited. So as Fred, we have we have Zac Efron as Fred. We have Will Forte as Shaggy. He's from SNL. Okay. He was in a... No. Yeah. No. Yes. They're not in the same age generation. <laughs> oh, it's only a... It, they're animated, so it's only their oh, voices. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you know what? Crystal and I were talking on the bus here about what Zac Efron would look like as Fred, <laughs> and we could not imagine... But, yeah, no, it makes sense now. It's mm. just their voices. So we have those two. We have Amanda Seyfried as Daphne. Okay. And we have Gina Rodriguez as Velma. What? Yeah. What? Wild. That's such a... Wow. Okay. And wait. Oh, I'm not done. We have a supporting cast. Oh, gosh. That is even better. We have Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. (laughs) I don't know who that is. I know who Tracy Morgan is. I don't know who Captain... Those are two words. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Caveman. Um, Steve Rogers in Endgame. (laughs) We have (laughs) Ken Jeong as Dynamut and Dog Wonder. Whoever they are. We have Mark Wahlberg as Blue Falcon. Who are these? What? Why are there like a million superhero characters in this movie? And last but not least, we have Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Wait, I love that name. Dick Dastardly. That's yes. not a child-appropriate name. <laughs> no. Damn. I'm a little excited for that movie to come out. I'm not gonna lie. That's a great cast. I think. I don't know how uh, they'll be together, but individually those are some fine actors. I'm very excited to see Gina... Gina Rodriguez? Wait. Yeah. I'm thinking of the wrong person. I'm thinking of Michelle Rodriguez. Fast and Furious? I was like, I don't know why you would cast her as Velma, because she's so much cool. Velma's like this little nerd, and... But never mind, that's a different sick, person. Sick tricks in the mystery machine. They're gonna go high speed with this one. She's gonna forget her entire identity again, Fast and Furious style, Bucky Barnes style. Mm. She's gonna. That's the mystery. Oh, wait. Ooh. Hold on a Ooh. second. This sounds good. I feel like you should copyright it right now. Just TM, in case. TM, TM. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not the right Rodriguez you're thinking of. Who's, who's Gina Rodriguez? Jane the Virgin Rodriguez. Oh, oh they kind of look similar, I guess. Like, do they? No. <laughs> no. Well, in my head, they do. But my head's not that reliable. So, as uh, you may know if you've listened to more episodes. <laughs> I'm not very good at telling people apart. Yeah. This is true. We got another one. Real and Min oh boys, because we caught another one oh. for our list. Thing is, Gina Rodriguez <laughs> and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Just their names, though. I, I, could, I can tell them apart. Like, if I saw a picture of both of them, I could be like, that's that. You know what I mean? You just said they both 
That's because I heard Rodriguez and Double Down Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) My mind went to Fast and Furious, which it uh, always does. So Mm. this is a little sus, but I'm gonna let it go. (laughs) We'll come back to this later. So if you guys don't know what Scooby Doo is about, or at least don't know what this uh, Scooby Doo iteration is about, I have a summary from IMDb here, and it says. After an acrimonious breakup, the Mystery Inc. gang are individually brought to an island resort to investigate strange goings-on. That is typically uh, what Scooby-Doo is about. Though that could describe like any Scooby-Doo episode, though. Yeah. I only remember two Scooby-Doo episodes. Uh, The one where they're being chased uh, in the hallway (laughs) with all the night night armor things. That's a lot of episodes. (laughs) That's a lot of things. And then also the Chupacabra one. <laughs> I don't remember any other Scooby Doo episodes. Oh, that's so funny. So, did you guys watch the animated, any of the animated shows when you were kids? Yeah, I think I saw the original. I think it's, I think it was the '60s one, the mm, one with the knights yeah. and stuff, and yeah, the running through the doors and yeah. whatever. I know um, there's a new show now with like better animation, but also worse animation. <laughs> what? It's like better because it's not as grainy. But uh-huh. The movement is really weird. Ah. Uh, um, I don't like it as much, <laughs> but that's just me. There was also that one. I don't know if I actually watched it, but the theme song was sung by Simple Plan. I thought it was sung by the artist Shaggy. <laughs> what? What? Right? I read what? that somewhere. There's an for, artist. For this movie. For this movie, it is. Yeah. Right. But for the show, it's. For one of the shows, yeah. What's in Scooby-Doo? We're coming after you. Ooh, got it. Gonna solve that mystery. You don't know that one? Amy, your new album is coming out soon. (laughs) Dropping this Tuesday. Um, You don't know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know that one. That's a classic. (laughs) Yeah. But then there's also Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Hi, welcome to our uh, cabaret podcast. (laughs) What you don't know is I'm in that Velma outfit, the really tight, <laughs> with the whip and whatever Ooh, she had. Whip. I don't know, did she have a whip in that Oh, we're adding one. I feel like she did. We're going to CGI that <laughs> later. So, Crystal, did you watch the animated show? No, I didn't. Have you seen any of it? No, I think Ooh. maybe I've seen them, like, I s- vaguely remember Shen, yeah. but I think mostly comics. They have Scooby Whoa, comics? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, really, shook. really shitty ones. Oh. Yeah. Ashley and I are both shook right now. Mm. Did you see the um, Supernatural crossover episode? No, unfortunately. Mm. I left before then. But Amy, I think you mean fortunately. <laughs> so did I. Wait, did you though, actually? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but yet. I'm, oh, I am on the horizon. It's on the horizon. Okay. I'm exploited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they have comics? Are they like... I think like Archie quality comics. Yeah. So okay. like very magazine rack comics, I feel. I know I that there's a... I think it's new, or at least relatively new, a series of comics from DC called Scooby Apocalypse. Not sure what it's about. I think Fred is dead <laughs> in it because um, let me show you guys this picture that I will uh, post on our Twitter later. It's a tweet. I'll retweet it later. But it's from DC Comics and it says Fred Jones is dead and all Daphne has in her heart is rage and hate. What's your view of Scooby Apocalypse number 26? What? <laughs> We're going to have to take like five steps back here. Um, Fred is dead. <laughs> Fred, not even, like, further than oh, that. Oh, okay, where do you want to start? The Scooby gang has joined the DC universe. 
Yes. When did this occur? When the apocalypse happened. <laughs> because okay. this is Scooby Apocalypse. Makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. It reimagines the characters, setting them in a post-apocalyptic world. I got that much from the title alone. I just want to know, how did Fred die? <laughs> well, I'm intrigued. I'm going to pick that up. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm looking on Wikipedia. This is what they say the premise is. Those meddling kids and their mystery machine are at the center of a well-meaning experiment gone wrong, and they'll need to bring all of their mystery-solving skills to bear, along with plenty of Scooby snacks, to find a cure for a world full of mutated creatures infected by a nanite virus that enhances their fears, terrors, and baser instincts. See, sometimes <laughs> I feel like... People need to learn when to stop. I feel like sometimes a franchise, you can just let it go. You, can, you don't have to keep pushing it. I'm wondering though, is this how they're going to bring Scarecrow in and then eventually bring Batman into the Scooby-Doo universe? Is this what the new Batman is about? Rob Pattinson, Batman, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, Zac Efron is there, except he's dead. Fred is dead. Can I just tell you, a little bit, let, since we're diving deep into this mythos already, mm. can I just dive a little deeper and tell you about the characters in this particular comic? Please do. So, Scoobert Scooby-Doo. What? <laughs> Hang on. I didn't even get to the good part yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scoobert Scooby-Doo is a smart dog prototype who is able to talk like a human being thanks to a chip that was implanted in his cerebral cortex. So, <laughs> in this comic, does he like fully talk like a human, like regular Red bro. Oh, okay. He still <laughs> no, talks I don't like know. Scooby. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damn. See, I feel like if they implanted like a chip into his head, right, why would they make him have like a... Affectation? Yeah. Why not just like make him sound like a normal person? How does normal Scooby, how did he get the power to talk in the first place? <laughs> I don't think they mentioned that ever. Mm, I think it was obviously a nano chip. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all those Scooby snacks he was eating. A little some some. Ooh, do we need a Scooby-Doo origin story? I think we do, because we don't really know, unless I'm wrong, we don't really know how they all came together, right? Do we, Crystal? There's probably something out there. We just haven't read it, so we're ignoring that. <laughs> okay, Scooby-Doo origin story, TM, TM, TM. We got this. Mm. <laughs> Starring... Who would be Scooby-Doo? Oh, who, let's let's cast this. Okay. The main five. Mm -hmm. So Scooby, um, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, you tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. Wait, first of all, do we want this to be live action or do we want this live action? Oh, it has to be live action. Okay, good. Because what I was thinking was Jack Black in a Scooby costume. <laughs> Wait, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. One step up from that, I feel like Jack Black persona Scooby-Doo. <gasps> oh. oh my god. I like that. Okay. Ooh. One down oh for go. Yeah. It turns into like a dark comedy or something. Like he's like a furry or something. <laughs> <laughs> the real mystery is uh, why. <laughs> oh my god. What if Scooby-Doo is like this neighborhood vigilante, but it's really Jack Black in his furry outfit. And the rest of the game uh, have to find out who this vigilante is and unmask him only to find Jack Black under there. It's not even like, he's not even a character. He's just Jack Black. <laughs> That's what he does in his life. <laughs> it's world-renowned actor Jack Black. You know at the end there's always a white man under there? This yeah. white man is Jack Black. I love it. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So we got Jack Black. Who else? <laughs> Crystal, who are you feeling? I feel like we have to take some really famous actors, like some Oscar-winning actors, mm-hmm. and then really plunge their careers down the toilet with this franchise. I love right. it. Who are we sick of in Hollywood? <laughs> who do we have enough of? <laughs> okay, that's maybe a loaded question. <laughs> who would we like to see? Just as anybody. <laughs> you know what? I, I think it's just because you mentioned that Zac Efron mm-hmm. was going to be voicing Fred in yeah. his animated movie. Is that now I'm... Okay, I was going to say, I kind of want to see like a Zac Efron Fred. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But him like walking around without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. But I realized that that's just the crappy remake that they made where Robbie Mel is walking around ah. without a shirt on the whole time. And also looks nothing like Fred. <laughs> Dye your hair. Can I suggest something? Mm. So we know, we know, like maybe not canonically, but we know through uh, insights that Shaggy, he smokes up. <laughs> right? We know that. Oh, yeah. Here's, yeah what, no. here's what I think. And he has a very distinct voice. Mm-hmm. So those two things about him, based on those two oh, things, I know exactly Crystal, who you're say. <laughs> Crystal, I feel like you have a guess. Snoop Dogg? Oh, that was better than who I was thinking. Wait, Ashley, who was your guest? You're good. Were you gonna say Seth Rogen? I was gonna say Seth Rogen. I was Rogen. gonna say Seth Rogen, but I thought that was so easy. You know what, Snoop Dogg? I like that so much better. Once he's done with his cooking show with Martha Stewart, like get on board. So oh we got God. Snoop Dogg as Shaggy. Snoop Dogg. Oh my gosh. This is perfect. All the pieces are Snoop coming together. Snoop Dogg, Jack Black in a furry costume. <laughs> Three more. I feel like we could split the personalities even more up and then just bring the entire original High School Musical gang back together. Because we're not getting a fourth movie. We might as well get this. Yeah, because we got Zach already. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Efron. Right? Mm -hmm. We need Chad. We need Ryan. Mm -hmm. We need Gabriella. Mm -hmm. We need Sharpay. Yeah. Do I know their real names? (laughs) Perhaps not. The main five. Are there five in High School Musical? Six, but already. Okay, <laughs> who's the last one? Kelsey? Who? No. Who? Who am I missing? Oh, that's girlfriend. Gabriella's friend. Oh, right. Okay. So the main six. We can divide so that there's two per Daphne. <gasps> so is this going to be Velma. a musical? A Scooby-Doo musical? <gasps> Amanda Seyfried mm-hmm. and Zac Efron can sing. Well, Zac Efron kind of, but Amanda <laughs> can sing. He didn't sing in uh, the first school musical. Only the first one, right? Yeah, he sang afterwards. He did? He, oh, did. he did. Wait, well, so he was singing in um, Bet On Me? Yes. yes. That's my favorite high school musical song. So good. Just shout out to Bet On Me. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in Greatest Show. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I think, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I think we need Hugh Jackman in this also. Oh my gosh, yes. Who can he play? The Dick Dastardly? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I, you know, now that he's done with Wolverine, he's, he can explore himself a little more. Mm. I think this is the perfect... Uh, Who are we thinking for the, uh, the female part of this team? Do we have a Velma? A Daphne? I thought we are splitting up the whole High School Musical cast. Or do we need a backup? How would that I don't know. (laughs) How would that work? Would we have like two characters kind of alternating? Yeah, we never mention it also. So we just switch them 
every other scene, and we don't mention it. It's like, oh, Velma, there you are, but it's like a totally different person. She's like, yeah, I, love I was here the whole time, but like five seconds ago, it was someone else. Yeah. We should get that with Snoop Dogg and Seth Rogen as well. Oh. Yes. Might be a little confusing at first. <laughs> no, I think people would get it. Yeah, I, okay. They I trust you. They look so similar. Yeah, they sound so similar. Man, I think we really got some going with this one. Mm. Scooby-Doo Origins. What's the mystery? Is it the furry thing? <laughs> I think it's the furry thing. Is it the thing. vigilante furry thing? <laughs> okay. You know what? Why why touch perfection? Let's uh, keep it at that. So, I think it's time we talked about this Scooby-Doo. The inferior to our yes. Scooby-Doo movie. You know, we got Forced. like a pretty good script going for us. This one did too, kind of. You know, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. <laughs> this script was written by uh, James Gunn, who wrote... The first two Guardians of the Galaxy Which movies. were good, but he's kind of an off-topic right now. Yeah. You know? But he did initially mean for this Scooby-Doo movie, and probably the second one too, because he also wrote the second one, uh, for them to be R-rated movies. That is my favorite fact with this movie. And it makes so much sense, right? Oh now that I've said it. So there will be more sex jokes, more cleavage. They actually had to CGI out some cleavage from this movie. Which there was still, like, a lot. In this, for a kids movie, there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Can I, I have an article here. Can I just read you a little bit about um, James Gunn's intentions for this movie and oh. his R-rated cut? This is from Vanity Fair. Um, this is, is an article by Johanna Desta. And it goes like this. It's very short, so I'll just read the whole thing. If James Gunn had had things his way, the 2002 live-action Scooby-Doo movie would have been an edgy, R-rated take on the classic mystery series. So they have a quote from Gunn here, and he says, I had written an edgier film geared toward older kids and adults, and the studio ended up pushing it into a clean-cut children's film, uh, Gunn wrote on Facebook. And yes, the rumors are true. Wait, what rumors? <laughs> The first cut was rated R by the MPAA, and the female star's cleavage was CGI'd away so as not to offend. In another comment, Gunn clarified that the R rating wasn't due to any surprisingly adult plot lines, but rather some line of dialogue the MPAA thought referred to oral sex. One line about oral sex and some cleavage, and uh, it was supposed to be an R rating. Goddamn. Yeah. Although, I feel like it doesn't take a lot to get an R rating. Like, the original Avengers was supposed to have an R rating. Really? Do you know that scene where Loki... S- s- spoilers for Avengers, if you... 2012! <laughs> you should have seen it by now. <laughs> Your fault. <laughs> where Loki stabs... Phil? Phil! Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, originally, his staff was supposed to go, like, through him. Ooh. And, or like, or they were supposed to like show him stabbing him. Oh, like in uh, was it Daredevil or Elektra, the mm. the old movies where they were supposed to, but then they made it so that you saw it, it didn't uh, pierce the, yeah. the back of the suit. Which is so they had to cut the scene where it actually touched him, which was like a couple seconds, but that was enough to give it an R rating. So mm. was like, no, 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 and they changed it. No, you should have let them all team. say fuck in that movie. I know. If they were going to give it an R rating anyway, they'd go hard. Like, Steve Rogers is going to say fuck in this movie. <laughs> Just a little bit more from this article. Gunn has shared that he wanted to play up certain aspects of the original story to amuse an older crowd, like teasing Shaggy's apparent pothead habits. He also wanted to more overtly showcase Velma's sexuality 
because he's pretty sure she's gay, uh, he told the Seattle Times in 2002. And then this is another quote from him. So we had a couple little nods to that in the movie, and in the end, again, they were things that kind of detracted from the scenes. For example, the script originally featured a scene where Velma blatantly ogles Daphne, and the pair were later supposed to kiss. What? Yeah. Oh Both scenes were cut. To oh my god. Keep it a PG rating. So that's what could have been. And I think we're gonna have to incorporate that into our version. Oh, absolutely. A Scooby Doo origin. <laughs> yeah. TM, TM, TM. Where are we gonna go? Thinking Orgy? Oh, oh my gosh. Wait a second. <laughs> Scooby Doo Origins or Scooby Doo Orgies? I like that, Crystal. That's really oh, no. good. <laughs> what do you mean, oh no? <laughs> What do you mean, oh no, Ashley? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> There's also another article I found where it says that James Gunn is going to direct Scooby-Doo 3 hopefully, with the original cast, but there's nothing concrete. Aren't they, like, that. older yes. now? Yes, it's been, um, well, my math is almost 20 years. <laughs> wow, okay. <Yeah. laughs> Scooby's gonna die. Wait a second. Oh my god, wait, no. How long do dogs live? Um, Not 40 years. <laughs> oh no. You know, oh god. I was talking to Julia the other day and she was telling me she wanted to get a snake and I'm like, how long do snakes live? And she's like, oh, 60 years. And then she looked it up. It was really like 15 to 20. Oh. <laughs> so that would have been a, a real shock to her um, if she went out and got one before she looked that up. <laughs> How long do dogs live? 10 to 13 years. You know what though? I feel He's like dead already. <laughs> I feel like if they gave Scooby like uh, the enhancement to make him able to talk human speech, uh -huh. they could give him a little like live forever, you know, right. chip. <laughs> Those exist. What if they do a, an Umbrella Academy style reunion? Like Scooby dies and that's what brings the gang back together. Oh my god, oh my I god. love that. And then the mystery is they have to figure out who killed Scooby. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and Jack, Jack Black is there. <laughs> Jack Black in his furry suit is the main villain? <laughs> I was gonna say suspect. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, this is so much better than this movie. Wow, is it though? <laughs> no. It could I mean, be. it could be. There's a lot of potential with this. <laughs> so, speaking of this movie, uh, let's get into the cast. So, we have a fantastic cast here. We have Freddie Prince Jr. Mm. <laughs> For preaching. <laughs> the other day. Preach you. Mm, that's not as nice though. <laughs> no, it's not. The other day, um, Ashley was talking about Joseph Gordon Levitt, and she oh. wanted to shorten his name a little bit. Kind of like J Lo or J Law. We've already called him JGL. What? Oh, mine's better. <laughs> so she was like. <laughs> You go like, <laughs> and then we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. and she's like, "Oh, let's give him the same treatment, Redouchu." <laughs> so um, now we have for Preju. Mmm, nice. Mmm, so good. Chef kiss. Um, so we have Freddie Prince Jr. and oh, we got another one, baby. We have Sarah Michelle Geller. What's she gonna? What's her nickname? San Miguel. <laughs> Wait, ooh, that's San Miguel. Like, that's like a like a wizard, San Miguel. <laughs> oh, damn. So we have Freddie Prince Jr. We have Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne. We have Linda Cardellini as Velma, who uh, I know from Freaks and Geeks. She was also Hawkeye's wife. 
Yeah. In the Avengers. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we have Matthew Lillard, who I don't know, hasn't really been in anything else I've seen since, but Crystal, you saw him in, what was the show? Good Girls? Good Girls. Is that Shaggy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he was a dad? Yeah, he's like a suburban dad, oh. husband, owns a motor dealer. Car dealership, that's uh, Yeah. Is he good in that? Uh, he's like a good actor. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know he was Shaggy. Yeah, he covered that part up real well, but not a good character. Uh. He's not a good guy in the show. Mm. Mm. The only other thing I've seen him in is he was like a side character cameo-ish in She's All That, I think. Oh! And that was really? it. When, yeah. was, when was She's All That made? Oh, it was a while ago. But that also had Freddie Prinze Jr. You're right. <laughs> and wasn't there also a cameo with Sarah Michelle Gellar in that? Yeah! <laughs> a reunion! Did that come before this movie? Or was that like late 90s? Uh, or um... I don't know. Oh yeah, that was uh, two years before this movie came out. Oh, that's cute. Is oh, that where... so Scooby-Doo was the She's All That reunion. Oh! oh okay. Is that where Freddie Prinze Jr. and um, Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. met? Um, they met in, I believe, I Know What You Did. Last summer? Last summer, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 97. And then uh, our last two main-ish characters are Mary Jane, who's played by Isla Fisher, and Mondavarius, by, played by Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean! Mr. Bean! Yes. I didn't even know he had a real name until... I didn't even like... know he had a <laughs> voice. <laughs> Could talk. I was very surprised. I'm very <laughs> impressed. So true. Is he actually British? I think so. Yeah. Nice. He, well, oh, he was also in Love Actually as the oh, yeah. necklace counter guy. Oh, that's true. Johnny English, too. Oh, yes, oh, Johnny no. English, too. My mom loves Johnny English. It's mm. Crystal on bus. So, Crystal, you haven't seen, like, the show when you were a kid, but did you see this movie when you were a kid? Or did you just see this for the first time now? Honestly, I think it just goes in a hot pot of crappy like 2000s movies mm. so i feel like i remember things make sense because i remember the cast okay i don't remember the details that makes sense so you were like watching this for the first time all over again basically nice okay i'm That's excited good. to see what you think <laughs> did you watch this one as a kid ashley oh yeah and i <laughs> see i'm not great with like scary movies this is not a scary movie. <laughs> I was but, gonna say. But I remember it scaring the shit out of me as it came. Ah. This was terrifying to little me. But I also loved it. <laughs> Had you seen it before? No, I only saw the cartoons. Oh, okay, okay. I was like obsessed with Scooby-Doo. I was looking through my old like little toys and stuff that I got from like Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. And I had like this it's like two inches long. It's this little book of Scooby-Doo, I don't even know, like a Scooby-Doo diary. And it's, <laughs> except it's not really. It was like, it had little, little quizzes and like Aww. games and shit in it. And um, yeah, I filled out every page. Oh, it was so also like a keychain. <laughs> Um, not on my keys right now. Mm. Maybe one day. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Who was your favorite character? Shaggy. Oh, was nice. who I wanted to mm. be. And that was before I knew he like smoked up all the time. <laughs> Let's get into like the actual movie now. So per usual, we have, uh, I don't know if that's enough 2000 slang for you or if that's anything. Per usual. Per usual. <laughs> 
That's about as far as I'm gonna go. We, <laughs> that's we, all you're we gonna chill get. We chill in the hizzy. In the ooh, ooh, ooh yes, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Where did that come from? Ooh, I don't know, but channel it more. <laughs> I think you like it a little too much. I'm going to tone it down. We have a little bit of a drinking game for you. We have a specialty drink that Amy is going to share with you right now. And then we're going to have a couple points that you can drink along to if you want to watch this movie. Or you can drink along to the podcast if you want. We'll try to yell out drink whenever these uh, points come up. We do forget a lot, but we'll try to. <laughs> uh, so today we have the Scooby Snack Cocktail. And it looks really good. It's bright green and what you need is 22 and a half milliliters coconut rum 22 and a half creme de banana oh i love that <laughs> i'm french today 22 and a half melon liqueur 22 and a half pineapple juice and some whipped cream and what you're gonna do is put them all in a shaker with ice um shake vigorously strain over ice into serving glass garnish with a pineapple wedge and whipped cream drink responsibly, and you got yourself a Scooby snack. I like that. That's pretty, like, tropical with a little, little pineapple. Yeah, it's splash. good, because this movie takes place on an island. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And now we have a little bit of a, a game. We have a couple points we're going to go over. The first one I have is every time, uh, speaking of Scooby snacks, <laughs> every time one is seen or mentioned. Or someone eats it, yeah. Or someone eats it. I have that one, too. Um, I have whenever they unmask someone yeah I, like I think that. that's only twice but yeah there's yeah. one point where they try to unmask someone that counts too <laughs> go crazy every time shaggy or scooby eat something or mention food okay i have every time mary jane played by isla fisher sneezes <laughs> oh that's good um my last one is uh, every time one of the characters says one of their classic lines like zoinks or jinkies let's split up <laughs> yeah. Rut um, I have that. Okay, my last one is every time the gang splits up to do different things. Mm. And Crystal, do you have any? If you're really going for a liver failure, um, <laughs> it would be every time that Shaggy uses the word like. No! Oh my god, just do that one on That's its own. That's good. <laughs> That's a good one. Whoa. So yeah, I think we have a decent amount. Let's get into the movie. We'll try to mention uh, whenever you guys need a drink. So this movie starts off with a mystery gang in the middle of a job, I guess. Yes. Uh, and they're trying to catch this, this quote-unquote ghost guy in some warehouse, which they end up doing kind of by accident. There's a lot of classic Scooby-Doo goofs in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up taking the ghost down. And once they catch the guy... Unmask him, drink. Ooh. <laughs> um, the, a whole bunch of fans and media and reporters burst into the building where they are, and Fred does this thing where he's explaining how they caught the guy and his whole backstory and whatever, his motivation, um, and everyone's like loving it and eating it up, except for Velma, who's not so happy that Fred is stealing all the spotlight. So they end up having a whole big argument, everyone in the Scooby gang. Um, they all quit, except for Shaggy and Scooby. They kind of like leave by default because yeah. there's no one left. So they all quit and then jump to three years later. Two years later? Two years later? Some amount of years later. <laughs> where Shaggy and Scooby are living on their own in the mystery van. And one day this like Spanish guy shows up. He comes in knocking <laughs> to invite them to Spooky Island to solve a mystery. Which they are not into originally. That's like... Until the guy says... All you can eat. 
Then they're super into it. To be fair, the guy first offered money, which Shaggy <laughs> forgot could be exchanged for food. For goods and services. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they all uh, meet up at the airport. They run into each other. Yeah, because uh, all the people were invited. It's not just Scooby and, and Shaggy. They find out that Fred and Velma and Daphne were all invited separately, and they all kind of accidentally meet each other at this airport, and they're like, wait, you were invited? Um, except they have this whole goof that uh, Scooby's not allowed on the plane because he's a dog. Yeah. So he's dressed up like a grandma. He okay. Here's my issue. He's dressed up like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's not the issue yet. He's dressed up like Mrs. Doubtfire. He's walking on his hind legs through the airport. But like everyone can clearly still see that he's a dog. They're like pointing at him and shit. They're also like whistling like he's a hot girl. Which was <laughs> strange because he's dressed as a grandma. And also he's very clearly a dog. <laughs> I was like really confused though if people could actually tell he was a dog or because they, they were all like looking at him. Yeah. I don't know. But they were also just letting it go. Yeah, I think they were just trying to be polite about it. <laughs> Is that <laughs> they don't want to hurt the dog's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, there was a cat on board, and the guy invited Scooby and Shaggy, so there was no reason he really had to dress up. I think it was just a kink thing. Yeah. yeah. For Scooby or for everyone else? Is that Scooby's kink, or is it everyone else's kink, <laughs> seeing him like that? Well, maybe both. <laughs> Double maybe, maybe everyone liked it. Here's the thing, though. Like, couldn't... Mr. Bean, by the way, who's the one that invited them to the island, couldn't he have, like, sent a private jet or something? Because he owns an island. He we owns know an this. island. <laughs> and the airport, it, you know, there's one flight, like, going in and out of this island, most likely, that doesn't allow dogs. And he literally invited a dog. Like, I don't know. What was your plan, man? Also, didn't they arrive by boat? So they took a plane somewhere. Then they took another boat somewhere else. I'm getting very Jurassic World vibes <laughs> from this. You're right. Also, I have another thing to bring up is that they're kind of going over like what they've been up to in the past two or three years. And um, Fred says he's been on a book tour. I don't know what the hell he wrote about some book. Um, Fred on Fred. Fred on Fred. <laughs> That's right. Um, and Velma says she got a job at NASA. Now let's break this down. So I forgot if it was two or three years that they've been apart. But let's imagine that she started school when they were all broken up. That's two or three years of school before NASA. That's not even a bachelor's <laughs> degree before mm. NASA. Unless she was doing school stuff on the side while they were also doing Scooby stuff. Because how old are they supposed to be? I feel like, because everyone at this island are college kids and they're supposed to be like blending in. So were they in university while they were doing all their mystery stuff? And I then they're like, know. Velma finished and she got like... Like how, how long do you have to be in school to work at NASA? I feel like you can't work at NASA with a bachelor's degree, you know what I mean? I feel like you Or gotta... less, which is probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She did mention that she was developing hydro weaponry for NASA, which I feel like broke some NDAs. <laughs> what would NASA use that for? And how would she know how to do that? Mm. If she went to school, like I've been in school, university school for two years and I know nothing. Like I know absolutely nothing. So I'm just, what? 
What? Also, like, that's a pretty, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't know much about, you know, working for NASA or anything. <laughs> but I feel like that's a decently high up job, right? You're not just like an intern at NASA, which I feel like you'd have to do like Still for a while, lot. Yeah. you know, to get like a job developing weapons for <laughs> NASA. I feel like you'd have to do a little bit more than like two years of either school or like interning for NASA. Uh -huh. Maybe she was in the Mark Watton program where they shoot you into space and see if you survive and if you do, <laughs> automatically you work for NASA. Oh my god. You live on Mars for like five years and then you work for NASA. Damn. Or two years. <laughs> yeah, I just want to bring that to attention because I was very confused by, by that. No, I think that had to be brought to attention. Also, when they're on the plane, um, Crystal, you, you mentioned this, but so this is where Shaggy meets Isla Fisher, who her name in this movie is Mary Jane. Um, Which is Shaggy's favorite name. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, do you think I did that on purpose? Yeah, I think so. I love that. Ooh, <laughs> damn. That's another layer. <laughs> yeah. And he like immediately falls in love with her. Um, but when she sits down next- First of all, sorry, can I just interject? She, Shaggy and Scooby are sitting next to each other and there's a, an empty seat beside them and she says, Oh, can I sit beside you guys? As if her ticket doesn't have a number on it. She was sitting somewhere else first, actually. Really? Yeah. If and you... she, like, came over just to talk to them? Yeah, she was sitting between two guys as, like, they did the whole, like, airplane scene. And then she switched seats. Are you allowed to just willy-nilly, like, wherever you want? For if you're all? hot, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the same thing. Because she sits down next to Shaggy. And then she like starts sneezing because she's allergic to dogs. So then Shaggy makes Scooby move, and Scooby moves to go sit next to Fred and Velma in a different area. Seat. Yeah, but he didn't. That's not his seat. There's, that's not how planes work. Did he steal Daphne's seat, and then Daphne has to find her own seat? Just like Hunger Games style. <laughs> also, I don't remember if I've uh, told this story before on Bad Movie Sunday. I know I've told it off the air, um, but I don't remember if I've told it on the air. Um, but. Because the whole thing is Mary Jane comes over, she tries to sit next to Shaggy and Scooby, but she starts having like a sneezing fit because she's allergic to dogs. Um, and she's, because Scooby's- I know exactly what story you're going to tell, and yes, you I'm did I'm still tell so it. mad. <laughs> yeah. Basically, long story short, I was on a plane to Japan, and I couldn't breathe the whole time. I was sneezing, my throat was closed. My, That's not good. Nope. My eyes were like- swelled shut. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> That's a little concerning. <laughs> it was. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting sick. <laughs> like, oh, real bad. Oh, no. Um, and then the plane lands and turns out there was a cat sitting behind me the whole time. And I'm very allergic to cats. Um, and there was not only Scooby, like illegally on this plane <laughs> or whatever, but also a cat. Stop bringing your cats on planes. <laughs> Leave them at home. Leave them home. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could not tell in the scene if she knew that he was a dog or not. Because <laughs> Shaggy kept being like, Grandma, don't you want to go sit somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. And Scoop was like outright barking at the cat on the plane too. And Isla Fisher was just like, what a, what a kooky grandma you have. Like, what a weird, quirky grandma. Like, what a weird woman that I'm sitting beside. Yeah, because once they get off the plane, off the boat, onto the island, she meets Scooby as a dog. Yeah. So, and, like, and she 
talks as though she's meeting him for the first time. So I guess she thought. But then the whole time they're on the island, she's never like, by the way, where's your grandma? Where did she go? Hmm, wait, these are some good questions. <laughs> Does she think the grandma just disappeared, stayed in the hotel the whole time? Also, I just really wanted to mention this because I feel like we talked about this issue a couple of times on the podcast. But when she's going to sit beside them, it's a window seat. Three deep in the window, as Griffin McElroy would say. <laughs> she's three deep in the window. And you know that awkward little shuffle that you have to do when the two people... Too deep in yeah. the window, or oh. beside the aisle, or too well, right? Uh, you got to decide: are you gonna give the crotch or the ass, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> it's a whole production. She was doing that little shuffle thing, and and Shaggy stands up, which is the only thing you could possibly do to make it even more awkward mm. than it actually has to be. Yeah. I just, oh, I just had to bring that to attention. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not to go off tangent, I'm not sure if you're going to bring this up, but the way that Shaggy and MJ bond is through Scooby Snacks because they're vegetarian. Mm -hmm. But, like, given that she doesn't own dogs and she's allergic, how did she come across these Scooby Snacks? Because she eats one, right? Yeah. Like... What kind of a freak is she? (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's true. How did that happen? Because she mentions at some point, oh, I know they're for dogs, but like, I love eating them. But how did did that start, right? Because she doesn't have dogs because she's allergic to them. Did she just like go into a pet store one day and was like, ooh. (laughs) 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 Can I suggest like a possible theory? I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear it. So... Since we were talking about furries before with Jack oh, no. Black, oh, no. like I think you know where this is going. Oh, I don't. Is hope she, I don't. <laughs> is she perchance like a very method fur? <laughs> is that possible? Oh, so maybe she she was like into like Scooby Doo Grandma, you know? Oh, because this whole time we thought she was into Shaggy, but no. <laughs> It was Grandma Scoob. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, we solved that mystery. (laughs) So they get to the island, and they meet the guy who called them there, which is Mr. Bean. I don't know his real name. It's Mr. Bean. Yeah. So basically, the mystery that they have to solve is that these college kids who enter the island, they enter super normal, kind of rowdy, and when they leave, they're all changed and kind of robotic. And the Mr. Bean's like, hey, what's happening? Figure it out. Scooby Gang's like, tight, okay. But here's the thing. If the whole island is in danger, why not just shut down the island? It's like Jurassic Park problems all over again. Because <laughs> he was like, I love these kids and I'm worried about them. But not enough to shut down the island, you know? Written, mm. is that, did he say that? <laughs> he didn't say that, oh. but he did but say But you saw it in his love, eyes. Yeah, you see it in his <laughs> eyes. The money... Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Krabs, cha-ching. <laughs> it's like in Jurassic World where they take the whole movie to decide, hey, maybe we should, like, evacuate. Like, and after the yeah. dinosaurs start attacking. <laughs> and then uh, I just want to mention the Spooky Island attractions are, and again, this is a PG movie. They are, these aren't all of them, but there is the Electrical Torture Parade. <laughs> it's a dead world after all. And Splatterhorn. I are the ones that they mentioned. Yikes. Yes. <laughs> Zoinks. I want to take my kids there. I think it's good for them. I think 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know if the parents know their kids are going here though, because he mentioned it's it's there's no adults on this island except for like the workers or whatever. All the people coming to this island are like college kids, and he mentions specifically on spring break they're coming here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a spring breaker destination, so I feel like having Scooby dressed as a grandma to begin with would raise a lot of questions aside from <laughs> being an ugly grandma. <laughs> I think he should have gone skimpier. Yeah. Distract from the whole dog face thing with the dog body. Because mm. that is a really good point. Because like looking at the plane, it is all college kids. Yeah. And then a, even if, you know, it is a dog, it's it's a grandma that she's trying to, or he's, ooh, he's trying to, trying to pass as. <laughs> this whole thing, you know what, I'm not going to fault them for it, because they've been out of the game for like two years. Yeah. They had to make do. But the thing is that Mystery Inc. is still not really a team yet. So, yeah, they, they have to solve this mystery, but they all initially all try to do it separately. They try to solve it by themselves. It turns into like a little contest. Oh, drink, because they're all split up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a point where Scooby-Doo gets lured away into like a forest. <laughs> With the most suspicious phone call ever. Where um, he's at the resort bar or something with Shaggy, who's like trying to get with Isla Fisher, even though we know Isla Fisher's only there for Grandma Scoob. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Uh, she has to get close to Shaggy to get closer to Grandma yeah. Scoob. So um, Scooby gets a phone call, and the dude on the other end of the phone is like, um, We have some burgers for you. Uh, all you gotta do is come to the dark part of the woods where no one can see you. <laughs> Scooby's like, okay! <laughs> so he goes! I think you mean Roque. Roque? Roque! You know what I was most Roque. excited? Roque! So Scooby ends up getting lured away into the dark forest. Um, and he runs into this monster thing, which we'll get a little bit more into later. But he ends up escaping, and he tries to tell Shaggy, I saw a monster, but Shaggy doesn't believe him. Meanwhile, <laughs> Velma's at some cult meeting thing, mm. and there's this bald guy talking about how the island was built on some enchanted grounds, and the gods are angry or something like that, and like, uh, guys, I solved the mystery for ya. The gods are angry. Why did Mr. Bean have to get Mystery Ink all the way over here when he could have just listened to this guy's campfire monologue? <laughs> yeah. So this that guy, bald guy, ends up being their first suspect mm -hmm. in this case. For good reason. For good he reason. He was many a creep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Daphne finds some voodoo guy who tells her not to go into this spooky castle. This voodoo guy, might I add, is doing voodoo in a shack with the door wide open. <laughs> and she's watching and he's like, um, can I get some privacy to do my voodoo? But the doors are open! You're also on the crowded theme park island. Do not expect anyone to come in? Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, don't go in that castle over there, whatever you do. And of course, she's like, I'm gonna do the opposite. Cause you're trying to trick me, bad guy. He's suspect number two. Mm. Um, so Daphne goes to find Shag and Scoob to help her investigate that. So they go up to the castle, but they find out that Fred and Velma also happen to be investigating the same castle at right. the same time. Daphne says, 
The only thing missing is a mindless zombie. And then Fred immediately walks in. I loved that <laughs> line. <laughs> Can we talk about Fred a little bit in this Himbo. Movie? Himbo. <laughs> Himbo. Did you, did you make that up right now? No. Oh. I should have said you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he is, though. But I remember in the cartoons, and I don't know if you remember this too, but I always thought he was like the smart, sensible guy, like the team leader. But in this one, he's kind of a dumb douche, a, a himbo, <laughs> as Crystal said. Yeah, I think from what I remember from the show, at least, he's never been like super smart, but he's been like a good leader. Yeah. You know? Like he's sort of like the man in charge. Whereas here, he was very much not in charge. <laughs> yeah, no. no one listened to him. If anything, I think Shaggy was the most in charge here. Yeah. Which is the opposite of the usual yeah. Shaggy just going along with whatever. Because he, like, he got the team back together. He got everyone on track. Shaggy is the only one that wants the team back together, really. Yeah. And maybe Scoob. But yeah. mostly Shaggy. Yeah. So... Classic Scooby-Doo move. They decide to split up to look for clues. Crink again. Oh, my favorite part of every episode. <laughs> so Velma gets a little bit upset because she's always picked last when they pair off to do their little explorations. So this time she goes with Fred and they're exploring. Daphne's by herself and Shaggy and Scooby are together. I have to say though, they always complain that Daphne gets kidnapped mm -hmm. and then they set up the perfect situation for her to get kidnapped. That's so true. hypocritical. That's true. They yeah. never go with her. No one offers to go with her. Yeah. <laughs> so she's always alone. And of course, everything goes wrong, like, immediately. Daphne totally does. She doesn't get kidnapped, but she, like, falls into trouble immediately after going off on her She's own. She's, like, on this roller coaster thing, and uh, Shaggy and Scooby find this feast, which, kind of suspect, a uh, fresh feast in the middle of this abandoned castle. Yeah, it looked pretty plastic, but still. <laughs> and, it, and it was plastic, and they had this little, um, I wrote down a couple lines, where they're trying to eat it, and Scooby says, it's plastic. And Shaggy says, what do you care? You drink out of a toilet. And then Scooby says, so do you. <laughs> <laughs> so, not sure what we're going to take away from that. <laughs> Was that a one-time thing? Is this a regular occurrence? Ooh, I don't think I needed to know that much about their lives. <laughs> Just some food for thought. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So initially they're in like, the, the, the castle is abandoned and then uh, suddenly everything comes to life. The lights come on, all the rides turn on and everyone kind of gets in a little, little bit of trouble. Daphne also ends up finding like this pyramid room kind of. Yeah, and she almost she almost gets trapped mm -hmm. in this pyramid, but she manages to escape yeah, with this little artifact. It was a pyramid room with a smaller pyramid inside it that and, she takes. And then on the pedestal mm -hmm. was another. A pyramid that, yeah, she yeah, takes. Yeah, a smaller pyramid. <laughs> mm, a pyramid scheme, Ooh. if you will. Ooh. That makes no sense in this context. Th wait, this whole mystery was a pyramid scheme, technically. Was right? it? Because, like, the scheme had to do with the pyramid. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna take it. <laughs> okay, you can have that one. Fred and Velma, who are off on their own, find a kind of weird brainwashing PSA video. Yeah, first of all, there's like swinging axes <laughs> <laughs> that they have to escape. There, there's like a bookshelf that they need to open a door with. So they're like ripping all the books off the shelves, and it's the last one that they don't take off the shelf um, okay, that opens the door. it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times, and it always bugged me how Velma 
was like, oh, it's the last book. And then she pulls this other book off the shelf. Except there were so many other books on the shelf. It was not the last, it was not <laughs> the last book. That always bugged me as a kid. Okay, moving on. Anyway, so the door that they opened, not with the book, mm-hmm. just by Fred smashing <laughs> in through the window. Yeah. Uh, the door that they opened leads to, yeah, this little brainwashing room where there's a training video that is the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever, it's like, it's like if aliens came to Earth and got to teach them how to be human in the nine, in the 2000s. I think we all have some uh, good notes about this scene. <laughs> I'm very oh, yeah. excited to get into it. It's like how to handle if something bad happens at a party. Yeah. So there's these two guys and one bumps into the other guy. And then there's like how not to handle it. Yeah. Where he's all up in his business mm. trying to fight him. Yeah. Then they do it again. How to handle it. The quote from the first scenario is, Sorry, dude, says the first guy. And the second guy, I will crush your bones into dust. (laughs) Nice. That's a bit of an extreme. So then they have a how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And do you have the quote for that one? I don't because I didn't care about that. Oh, I have that quote. I I cared about that far too much. The quote from the second one, same scenario. First guy, they're both like holding drinks at a party. First guy bumps into the second guy. He's like, hey, sorry, bro. Second guy is like, no big whoop, dog. Yo, did you catch that new vid on the box? (laughs) I guess meaning, have you seen the new show or? On TV. On TV. (laughs) Other guy responds, true dat, I'm up to. (laughs) That's not even the right response. It's like, did you watch that new show? True. That's true. (laughs) What? What does that even mean? But his next line is my favorite. Probably in the whole movie. I'm up to sniznaf <laughs> on all popular trends. Word. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Hmm. This was a gem of a scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At which point they turn, like, the lover off and all of the hijinks stop. Yeah. Yes. I have to emphasize that in the food dining room that Shaggy and Scooby were in, there was a sausage tentacle porno. <laughs> That's right, they were strung up by these sausage strings. And then um, once the lever, um, once they pull the lever, then they get freed. So basically, Daphne's been successful because she found this pyramid artifact thing. Fred and Velma were successful because they found this brainwashing video and kind of deduced what the whole, you know, scheme or whatever, what the, what the place was for. And Shaggy and Scooby find nothing but have a burping contest. That's right. Eh, slash fart. Mm, slash fart. Very important. That's us after we eat Wendy's. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. And then um, for some reason, that's when the bad guys come in. And one of them, for some reason, is dressed as a luchador. <laughs> Yeah. Never explained why. <laughs> oh, but yeah. they did. Oh, oh, they did? In the bald guy scene. Why was ah. he dressed like a luchador, though? Because he was like a wrestler. He used to be a wrestler, and then they hired him to be at this theme park. But I think he still misses his wrestling days. So here he is Ooh. in the little... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting yeah. for his spin-off movie. <laughs> yeah, where is that? <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Do you know what his job is? Because I was not clear on that. He just walks around with his tits out, so I don't feel like he has a, an official job title, but mm. that's just something he does. Tits out man. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, shed some light on the questions that I had about him. <laughs> He's the eye candy of the movie. 
Oh, well, I mean, Grandma Scoop. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> so basically, they set off an alarm, they all have to escape. And they kind of do that thing, but the opposite of the thing that they usually do, which is them running from people who are hiding in suits of armor. Yeah. But this time, they hide in the suits of armor. Yeah, like super fast, by the way. Like yeah! Cartoonly like... fast, they get into these... <laughs> Uh, disguise costumes <laughs> that all fit them perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Some of them have like fake beards that like they got on so well. Well, wow, very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah, Velma was a wizard <laughs> <laughs> with okay. a wig and a fake beard, and it, it was on perfectly. <laughs> it was glued on. Oh. Very impressed. Oh, I got that. Yeah. Mm. Spirit gum <laughs> too. So they make it back to the hotel. And first thing they do is they confront Mr. Bean, who happens to be there. <laughs> That's so funny. Just, I just thought just of Mr. Mr. Bean, Bean. Mr. Bean. They confront him because they think that he is their third suspect. Yeah, um, and they tell to his face. So we have three suspects. And he's like, oh, that's great. That's exactly why I hired you. They're like, yeah, uh, number one is voodoo guy. Uh, number two is the bald guy who is just talking shit about your island, like on your island. <laughs> Um, and the third is you. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, but I invited y'all here. And they're like, yeah. But they never really explain, wh- at least, like, well, maybe I didn't get it. Here's what Fred says. Fred's like, don't take it personally. It's mostly because you creep me out. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> and then, and then, even better than that, is Mr. Bean goes, oh, okay. okay that's fair. <laughs> So then they all go their separate ways to do research and try to figure out oh, what's going on. Oh, they split up drink. Oh. <laughs> and Velma starts looking at the little pyramid that Daphne found, but like in the middle of the lobby? She's at the hotel bar, and then some guy, random guy, comes up to her, and he's like, oh, what you working on? And she tells him like her whole life story. <laughs> he's like, oh, she's like, oh, this is the Damon Rictus. And it's supposed to unleash all these monsters and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, let me get into this flashback for you. And then this flashback starts where we're introduced halfway in the movie to Scrappy-Doo, Scooby's nephew? Oh, I don't even... Cousin? Something. Something like that. They have some familial relationship. And she's talking about how the gang used to be. And they're dri- in the flashback, they're driving around in the mystery machine. Scrappy pees on Velma. No, no, no. <laughs> no pees on Daphne. <laughs> right. And then they kick him out. He was originally part of the gang, I guess, but then they leave him on the side of the road. Because they all hate him. Yeah. <laughs> in the desert, too, though. In the yeah. desert. And I'm like, oh, he's dead. Because <laughs> he was, like, a- an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was implied it wasn't the first time he tried peeing on Daphne. Ah. So... That's a whole thing. At the same time, like, what was the point of that story? Was it like they need like Scrappy Doo back so that they can all be like together again? I don't know. Like, why was she just telling this random guy about Scrappy Doo? He doesn't even know who Scrappy Doo is. He hardly knows who she is. She introduced this story by talking to this random hot guy at the bar. I mean, well, this random guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was saying that 
getting back into solving mysteries was reminding her of the quote-unquote good old days again. And she starts the flashback like talking about all the characters, like the actual Scooby gang and how much she had fun with them. She's like, oh my god, Fred was so hot, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, Daphne was so beautiful. The most beautiful girl in school. And I admired her so much. And well, oh, and Fred was hot. And... (laughs) But then she kind of adds on, she's like, Oh, and Scrappy was there, but he sucked, so we yeah. him out. <laughs> but they introduced Scrappy here, which, first of all, it was really sudden um, and unnecessary, but they needed to do that because he comes back later in the movie. But the way that they introduced him, it didn't fit with the rest of the story. It was just like this one random flashback. <laughs> you know what? Like... I think because I've seen this movie so many times, like, I know what's gonna happen, but I can see how, like, seeing this for the first time, that's such a random thing to put in, you know? You're kind of like, who is this random character? Mm -hmm. We're, like, an hour into the movie, Uh and you're introducing this person now. Yeah, because it's, like, the good old days, but also we hated this guy. Yeah, so So that's a very weird (laughs) juxtaposition there. So, yeah, Velma's trying to look at this pyramid thing with some random dude she just met. Um, but, like, she's doing it in the middle of the lobby. Like, you, you're you at a hotel. You have a room. To, and, like, and the two, bald guy, two out of three of their <laughs> suspects are in the lobby with her. And she's like, let me just look at this thing I stole. And like, the bald guy is eavesdropping on her, telling everything to this random dude at the bar. And he's, like, playing piano as he's listening in on their conversation. Mm. <laughs> First of all, nice. Also, multitasking. Impressed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Scooby's like, you know, on the sidelines listening to this guy play piano, <laughs> and through the window he sees another monster, and he freaks out again. He tries to tell people, but again they don't believe him. So Fred, you know, stands up. He tries to calm everyone down. He's like, you know what? This is just our dog acting up. I promise you, there's no such thing as monsters. Immediately a monster bursts into the room. <laughs> Fred's like, oh shit. <laughs> The monsters chase everyone around. They end up capturing Velma and Fred. Um, so now Daphne, Scooby, Shaggy, and Shaggy's girlfriend, love interest, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Who we know only wants to get with Scoob. <laughs> Grandma Scoob. But she's still got to hang around. <laughs> right? The four of them have to rescue Velma and Fred. So their first thought is to call the Coast Guard and be like, <laughs> our friends are captured, which is a rational thought. Except the Coast Guard is evil or something? Because he's like, oh yeah, we'll send someone right away to go help your friends. And then he puts the phone down and he has this maniacal laugh where I'm like, oh, he evil? (laughs) Okay, I never understood that scene at all as a kid and I still don't. Like, I guess... Is he one of the demon things? I guess he's one of the people being controlled? I I don't know. They don't really explain that ever. Well, so they wake up and they're on the beach. Yeah, because he's like, wait for the Coast Guard by the pier. So they go to the pier, and they stay all night there. I think after a couple hours, I would have been like, oh, he, he, he's not coming. <laughs> yeah. um, but they stay all night, and then they wake up right on the beach, and no Coast Guard still. <laughs> so they decide to look around the island a little bit, and it's the next day. They find Fred, like, chilling at this pool party, where... Um, Sugar Ray is performing? <gasps> that that was, was Sugar Ray? Yeah. Sugar Gay! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was someone, but I did not know who... Really, that was Sugar yeah. Ray? He has this, like, whole song <laughs> in the middle of this movie. Is that 
like an actual Sugar Ray song, or did they do it just for this oh, movie? Oh, I don't know. I hope it was a real <laughs> song. Oh my god. <laughs> frosted tips, baby. Yeah. Oh, like a lot of characters had frosted tips in this movie, and I was did for it. Did Fred have frosted tips? He had no. frosted everything. Huh. Like, it was frosted, but like, not just the tips. But So like, just bleach hair. <laughs> just bleach hair. <laughs> oh, fun fact. Apparently, um, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. played Fred. The bleaching of his hair like ruined his hair so much that after they wrapped production for this movie, he had to shave his head. Oof. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, Zoinks! No. <laughs> Zoinks! Do you think they just straight poured bleach on his head and let it sit? I hope not. <laughs> I think he should have just grown it out a little and had frosted tips for a while. Yes. Sugar Ray style. <laughs> Justin Timberlake style. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. style. Oh, oh, wow, so many. <laughs> so, I can't think of any more. Did you ever see the show Chuck? Yes! Oh my god, do you remember that season where this one character goes evil and gets frosted tips, <laughs> and that's how you know he's evil? Oh my god, who was it? <laughs> was it one of the guys that worked at Best Buy or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh, such a good show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like after a while, working in customer service really changes you as a person. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I... Would have gotten frosted tips <laughs> if I worked at customer service. Also, was that actually like Sugar Ray? Like, did they did? <laughs> Wait, you. S- yeah, I don't know, but in the movie, you know what I mean. Oh. Like, did they hire Sugar Ray to come save his <laughs> island forever? <laughs> Do you want to come out to my island? Oh yeah, what's it called, man? Oh, uh, Spooky <laughs> Island. Oh, um, uh, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I guess, like, that's his job now. He just sings at Spooky Island for college kids. That was, like, the height of Sugar Ray, right? (laughs) Yeah. So they gotta, like, pay a a price to get Sugar Ray on their island. So, yeah, he's, you know, performing. (laughs) He's, like, serenading (laughs) Daphne. Uh, But we see his eyes. They, like, have a little green tinge in them or whatever, so you know that he... Is like possessed or brainwashed or whatever. He evil. He evil. <laughs> so then everyone starts going all like brainwashy and they start chasing Shaggy Scooby and Mary Jane around. And, um, and Fred is brainwashed. Velma's brainwashed. At first, when I saw um, Fred get brainwashed, mm-hmm. I thought it was just, you know, Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world, um, the vegan powers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, that's just my impression, because he's also a himbo. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so true. Is that Fred? Is that what became of him? Just wait till Monday, because that's when the cleaners come, and you're going to be done by then. I love that. Okay. So, Shaggy Scooby and Mary Jane get away, but uh-oh. Looks like Mary Jane is actually like a monster. Or yeah. possessed or something? Yeah. I don't know, because the possessed people are like the regular people. Except they talk like they did in that training video. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? What's the shizzle? Up into hizzy. Got my sugar rays on. <laughs> Whatever. But Mary, what's her face? We learn that she's possessed while they're, like, driving on these scooters or whatever. And she, like, stretches her face like a mask, and she's got, like, pointed teeth. Like, that's gonna hurt, right? (laughs) When she goes back to being a human again? Hmm, yeah. (laughs) She's stretching her face out. (laughs) Like, it's still her face. Like, it's still skin. Like, it's still, like, human meat suit. 
yikes. That we like we can't do that, right? Yeah. Can Mmm, she can. <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> I have to say though, like, we don't see her getting possessed. Like we don't see the transformation at all. Mm-hmm. Um because they wanted to keep it a plot twist. So I'm wondering, if it happened at the beach when they were all asleep, mm-hmm. why didn't they do that to the rest of the gang? I don't know, because, again, like, when I was a kid, there's this scene right before she, like, stretches her face, where they're riding on these motorcycles or whatever, and there's a low-hanging branch that hits her in the face, and after that, that's that when she... that the soul out of her? <laughs> I guess! I always thought that's what turned her, and I'm like, that's not how anyone else turns, so I don't know what just happened. <laughs> But, like, right after that, she, like, her face goes blank, and she does the face morphy thing. And I was like, what did that branch do? I don't understand. I guess it knocked the soul out of her. <laughs> That's what this movie okay, did that to me. Okay, that makes more sense. Unless she was, like, that the whole time. I don't know. Since maybe. before they met maybe. her. Oh my god, she was like the double agent oh, that yes. Mr. Bean sent in to get close to Shukinsky. <laughs> if we have copyright problems, that's what we're going to change their names to. Shukinsky. <laughs> that's what they're going to be called in our rewrite. Shukinsky. Frafni. Delma. Oh, this can better. <laughs> dead. No. <laughs> he is dead in Scooby Bottle. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, they get away, but MJ's actually a monster. Scooby sees it, but Shaggy doesn't. So Scooby tries to tell Shaggy, like, um, hey, she's like possessed or something. But Shaggy, because he's into her, gets all defensive. He's like, there's no way. They start having a little tussle, <laughs> um, but they get interrupted when Scooby falls down a trap door. In the middle of the ground? <laughs> and uh, Shaggy's like, forgetting <laughs> all about the argument they just had, and he dives right in <laughs> after him. Yeah, friends don't quit on each other. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane stays behind. Because <laughs> she's a monster. Yeah. So Shaggy falls into these uh, underground tunnel sort of things. And he finds a big vat full of, like, souls or something. It kind of looks like that river from Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> and all the, his friends, Velma, Daphne, Fred, are all, all their souls are in this Hercules vat. And he takes out uh, Velma, um, her protoplasm. Yeah, no, they don't call it souls. They say it's protoplasm. But that's, like, basically what it is, right? <laughs> a soul? Is protoplasm? Well, like, same. Okay. It right. I don't know. It sounds like some Ghostbusters thing. When they trap the ghosts in Ghostbusters, is that their soul? Like when they, like you know that little like box Ooh, that they yeah. have, and then it goes shit, and then it traps them. Ooh. Is that their soul? Like That's I guess. Tra- is it like is a ghost <laughs> a soul? I think so. So like these would be souls also then, right? Ectoplasm. But here they call protoplasm. Whatever. Some copyright. <laughs> That's just a part of the cell, though. Okay, well... <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> this is getting too close to Ghostbusters, they say. Also, it's rated R, and we don't like that. <laughs> so, Shaggy, like, bops them on the head. Yeah. And sends them back to their bodies. But they get sent to the wrong bodies, and they gotta, like, keep switching. Also, until they find the right one. Shaggy has to, like, dig around a little bit before he finds uh, his friends. 
And there's just like, he plucks out some random guy and he's like, oh, thanks for saving me. Like, I've been trapped in this vat with all these other souls. And Shaggy's like, oh, not you, buddy. And then he like throws him back in. And I'm like, why couldn't you just release all of the souls? You just have to let go of him. Yeah. I have more work to put him back yeah. in than just let him go and let him go back to his body. Yeah. That's fine. And they could have had an army. Also, if they just released them right then? Yeah, just like spill the vat over. That's yeah. literally how they win in the end, is they spill the vat over. Just do it now. <laughs> Shaggy! <laughs> so they all go back to their bodies. They have this body switching montage. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, they're acting. It was good, guys. Their impressions of each other were spot on. <laughs> like, really good. It was that scene and the farting scene that made me realize, like, how talented these actors <laughs> really are. The farting scene? Why is that in there? You're telling me that you watched through the farting <laughs> contest and you didn't think, wow, that's like raw talent? And you know what? <laughs> to add on to no, that, you're right. during the farting contest, it was just Matthew Lillard. Like, yeah. Scooby wasn't there in real life acting. Ooh, it was just a green whatever. So he had to act by himself. Pretend he's having a farting contest with someone who's not there. Ashley, oh my this God. is uh, Oscar. Oh, that's so true. Performance, Ooh. right here. <laughs> this movie is Oscar bait. Mm -hmm. Yeah, too bad it didn't. <laughs> I would have voted. Wait, can you <laughs> oh, vote for the Oscars? Well, Ashley, I didn't know you were part of the Academy. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. Our podcast has really <laughs> flown off the charts. We are in the film academy right now. We're in the guild, guys. It's Maybe over like for y'all. Team Choice Awards. Because <laughs> what a good name for it. So they do a little bit more digging into the pyramid thing. And they find out that it's basically a like a power ritual. And that they need... Whoever's in charge of the ritual needs a pure soul. Which is Scooby for some reason. Yeah. Which I don't understand. We'll touch on that. Fred's like, where are we going to get a pure human soul? And Velma's like, I didn't say it had to be human. Like, they just knew it was Scooby? Also, how... Scooby is the most pure soul we have? <laughs> Out of all of these kids on the island, Scooby? I'm pretty sure Scooby would leave the rest of them to die. If there was, like, a hamburger. Ruh, roll. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Very pure. Literally, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's because, well, there's a big reveal at the end, but maybe they needed not a human. Oh, they could have used that cat. <laughs> but then, yeah, but then also, why did they invite all these fucking humans to the island then? <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that in a bit. We don't want to reveal the reveal. Speaking of which, too soon. here's the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Already? That they literally reveal right now. Oh, okay. They deduce, like, on the spot that uh, <laughs> the bad guy is indeed Mr. Bean. Yes. Um, because he's the one that brought Scooby to the island. And they're like, oh, it, the bad guy must be the one that needed Scooby in the first place. Cut to Mr. Bean uh, with Scooby in this nice room, lounging in a chair. He's like, Scooby, I'm going to ask you to be my sacrifice. And Scoob's like, okay, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Bean's like, oh, oh shit, sweet. <laughs> That's pretty good, okay. But like, why did he have to ask Scooby to be sacrificed? Why couldn't he just use Scooby as a sacrifice? You know what yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> like, he doesn't have to volunteer. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a willing sacrifice. Yeah. It's just gotta be a sacrifice. So the rest of the gang that's not captured, 
um, decides to put aside their differences to try to save Scooby. And there's like a little montage of them putting their plan into action. Um, except you immediately know that it's going to go wrong because they're explaining the plan. They're like, okay, first thing, this is going to happen. Then this is going to make this happen. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to capture the bad guy. They lay out the whole thing. So you're like, well, that's clearly not going to happen because you just explained it. Yeah, basically they're in a cave. They're like, because sunlight kills all of the monsters, they're going to let sunlight into the cave. And they're also going to have a disco ball to reflect the sunlight all around this cave. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, that should work. <laughs> And then, immediately, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Just like the first uh, plan that they did at the very yeah. beginning that made them break up, and it goes all wrong, and the bad guys come in to start their ritual. So then, Fred and Velma are trying to fit in with all of these brainwashed people that are coming in, except there's a part of the ritual that requires dancing, like a very specific dance, and Velma and Fred are just like, going at it, 2,000 moves. <laughs> trying to fit in, they're not fitting in, Fred dances like 20 seconds too long, Comes <laughs> very obvious that he's not brainwashed. Also, here, yeah. like, because the song basically ends. By the way, this was like my jam. <laughs> this song has been stuck in Was it a Sugar Ray song? <laughs> it's his new album. <laughs> so, um, they're doing this dance in the middle of the cave, Fred and Velma trying to fit in, but the dance ends with everyone in the cave like pointing towards Fred and Velma and Velma (laughs) initially has the right idea and points towards Fred too right like yeah I'm like a part of them it's just Fred but then (laughs) she sells him out like completely (laughs) but then Fred starts like trying to play it off he's like hey hey, guys like what happened in the music (laughs) this is my hissy this is my jam dog (laughs) and he starts like dancing up with no music or whatever trying to play it off cool and then Velma joins him girl you were in the clear girl (laughs) and she's like trying to tell him with her eyes like hey stop dancing right now (laughs) stop dancing right now bitch and he's still dancing (laughs) Velma She works for NASA. (laughs) Can I remind you guys? She works for NASA now. Yeah. And then that's, now we get the reveal. The big, the big twist. Reveal. And my Shyamalan wishes he could do this. Basically, Scooby is brought out on this, like, uh, Greek, (laughs) what are those things called? He's brought out, like, Like on a platter. (laughs) Like, at a bar mitzvah. (laughs) Like, on a chair. Kind of. Um, and he gets put into this chair, and they start sucking out his soul to be, like, absorbed into Mr. Bean. At first, Shaggy is one of the pallbearer whatevers who's <laughs> holding <bear>. him up. <laughs> he won't die real soon. <laughs> who's holding him up, and he's like, Scoob, like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. He, they apologize. They're like, let's get out of here on the count of five. Five is way too long, because, like, after they get to two... Um, the dude starts sucking out Scoob's soul. <laughs> Why would you even have a countdown? Just be like, hey, let's get out of here. And go! Yeah! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so his Scooby's soul is getting kind of absorbed, I guess, into Mr. Bean, along with all the other souls from the vat. And, but Shaggy, like, knocks him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, like, falls down. Um, and he returns Scooby's soul back to his body. So they all run over to Mr. Bean, who's like malfunctioning or something. Turns out he was a robot the whole time. They unmask him. And it's Drink. a robot. <laughs> and it's a robot um, who's being controlled by Scrappy Doo. From that one flashback half an hour ago. Uh huh. 
um, so that's fun. And they're like, Scrappy Doo, what the fuck? <laughs> like me. I'm like, what the fuck? Didn't we leave you in the desert to die? <laughs> what you doing here? I think I read that originally they wanted the bad guy to be the guy that they unmasked at the very beginning uh, during oh, the plan yeah, that, yeah. that they all broke up afterwards. Um, but then I don't know why they changed it to Scrappy Doo. <laughs> They could have easily cut Scrappy-Doo from this whole movie and had that first guy, Mr. Smithers or whatever, (laughs) come back to be the bad guy again. Then it would have been full circle instead of having Scrappy-Doo in here for like two scenes, (laughs) literally two scenes. And he was so annoying. Like, I know that's his character is to be annoying, but like he was so annoying. (laughs) But Scrappy already absorbed a couple souls into his body. So now he starts transforming into like giant monster Scrappy. (laughs) He's got, like, yeah. spikes on his eyebrows. <laughs> Wait, why? He was cute. was great. Oh, I missed that completely. <laughs> they have this uh, big fight where Scrappy's trying to get Scooby-Doo to get his last pure soul or whatever. Also, <laughs> oh, <so>, side note. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a, a point where I'm talking about Daphne's black belt thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I typed out... <laughs> Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, to be like, oh, yeah, by the way. Because <laughs> I'm very specific like that. <laughs> it doesn't seem casual on the outside. <laughs> but I accidentally typed out OT. <laughs> I mean, it is some tea that she could fight this luchador guy and win. So then also, Daphne's on the roof fighting the luchador guy. Yeah, that was, uh, random. There's this whole thing about how in the two years or three years since they were a team, um, (laughs) she's been doing, like, karate or something, some kind of martial arts, so she's, like, kicking this luchador's (laughs) ass. There's this whole, like, B-plot about how she doesn't want to be helpless anymore, except she kind of is the whole movie except for this one scene. (laughs) (laughs) So she's just, like, a karate master now on the roof. And then she, like smashes him through the roof, lets in the sunlight. Their original plan kind of works where it reflects off of the disco ball and it starts killing all of these monsters and Scrappy-Doo, the souls start flying out of him. He gets smaller, whatever. So, uh, that's it. They win. (laughs) Oh, and then, um, after that, they release the real Mr. Bean, who is, like, hiding in the dungeon or something. (laughs) So, like... Harry Potter. Yeah, yes. yeah. I had that same. Like Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. So they release him and he's like, Thanks for saving my life and my island. <laughs> and he's like all beardy and covered in dirt. Mm-hmm. He has like no shoes on and whatever. <laughs> They're like, sick, no problem. And then everyone starts getting with everyone. So, um Fred and Daphne kiss. Fred and Daphne kiss. Velma boot punches her love interest. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the bar whose name we never get. Yeah. But he knows her whole life story now. Um, Shaggy and Mary Jane got a little thing going where she sneezes right in his face. Just <laughs> yes. Scooby's around. And then Mr. Ink is back together. There's a scene, kind of like the first one, where they're asking Fred, oh man, how does it feel to have saved the day, blah, blah. And he lets Velma have the credit this time. He says it's a team effort. He's a team player now. And then last scene is Scooby and Shaggy eating at the buffet. Yeah, and that's the movie. That's it. I just want to add, I thought they were really pushing Velma and Fred to get together. 
Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end he kisses Daphne. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> Velma has this whole thing about how she's like, Fred, you always pick me last when we go whatever. And he's like, okay. And they hang out together a lot. Yeah, yeah Fred and Daphne like didn't hang out that much in yeah. this movie. <laughs> hmm. there, was only, there was that one part where uh, Fred is in Daphne's body and he's like, oh, I could look at her boobies now. <laughs> but other than that, like, I'm pretty sure he would have done that with Velma also. Yes, I want to emphasize that there was the line, dorky chicks like you turn me on too. Yes. yes. Which means there's chance for all of us. <laughs> I will Thanks find you. Know. <laughs> Can't wait to find my friend. <laughs> Yeah, they were really pushing it. Yeah, which is weird because I read that the director, before they casted anyone, they wanted a real-life couple to play Fred and Daphne. Right, and that's why they got... Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yeah. Really? So, so, like, they would have more chemistry, I guess. But then that didn't really come into play at all. They would barely interact. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One thing I have to say, uh, we already mentioned, like, the actors were perfect for the parts mm-hmm. that they played. Um, gotta say though, CGI did not age well. Yikes. You know what? <laughs> I was gonna... That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to CGI nowadays, it was very poor. But, if you remember the second Mummy movie, there was that CGI <laughs> oh. Scorpion King played Ooh. by The Rock, and that was very bad. <laughs> so in comparison to that, uh, which came out a year prior to this movie, ah. the CGI wasn't as bad as that was. I'll take that. So, you know, you gotta take that into consideration. <laughs> yeah. I did like how they called out some of the cliche stuff that they do in, like, all the Scooby-Doo episodes, because mm-hmm. I think originally it was supposed to be, like, making fun of Scooby-Doo or whatever, which they yeah. had some elements of that. Like, before they go into the spooky castle... Shaggy and Scooby are talking about how they don't want to go into the spooky mm-hmm. castle because they're like, oh, every time you go into a spooky castle, you know, the paintings, like their eyes follow you everywhere, and right. the suits of armor, you know, people are hiding that in them. Yeah, which is like exactly what happens in every episode. <laughs> yeah, and there was also that part at the beginning when the guy's trying to get them to come to the island where Shaggy's <laughs> like, yeah, we don't go to places with spooky or haunted or <laughs> yeah. anything like that in the name. Oh, I have a fun fact, Ooh. if you don't mind. Ooh, yes. So, um, Jim Carrey and Mike Myers were considered for this movie for the same role. Uh, do you guys want to guess what role they were both considered for? Shaggy? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Can you imagine Mike Myers as Shaggy? Like, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can kind of maybe imagine Jim Carrey as Shaggy, but I don't think I can picture Mike Myers. And another little casting uh, fun fact is that Tim Curry? <gasps> I love Tim Curry. <laughs> who's a longtime fan of Scooby Doo, was offered the role of Mondavarius, who Mr. Which, Bean. Yeah, eventually <laughs> went to Mr. Bean, uh, but he turned it down when he heard that Scrappy Doo, a character that he didn't like, would appear in the film. <laughs> I totally get that. He's only in two scenes, but I hate him. Yeah, Scrappy Doo. Oh, and it turns out he would have been playing Scrappy Doo the whole time. Yeah, yes. that's even worse. <laughs> But apparently, uh, Tim Curry previously played uh, Ben Ravencroft in the direct-to-TV, direct-to-video feature Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost from 1999. A cool name. Ravencroft? Ooh. (laughs) Can you imagine Mike Myers, Tim Curry? Tim Curry, oh my god. There's this... I I keep forgetting what I mentioned on there. (laughs) Yeah. There's this one video of Tim Curry that is my favorite thing to ever exist. You have. (laughs) Crystal, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's this one game 
called something Space something. something. It's like Red Alert 3, <laughs> but there's a prefix to that and I don't remember what it is. Um, but Tim Curry plays like a Russian... <laughs> bad guy. Bad guy okay. in it. And it is the best thing I've ever seen. His lines are the best, but like he's trying not to laugh <laughs> while he's delivering these lines. Wait, that wasn't from Spy Kids? <laughs> he was in Spy Kids? I mean, no. Curry was in Spy Kids. Oh my god, sorry. It's just that whenever I see that shit, I'm just like, this is... Is this not Spy Kids? This feels like Spy Kids to me. It's, it has the same vibe. It's super absurd. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give the line as Tim Curry? As Tim Curry? <laughs> the thing is, it's Tim Curry putting on a Russian, a Russian accent. accent. Exactly. Oh, God. This is <laughs> double... <laughs> A layered performance. This or you can just do a Russian accent. <laughs> I don't even know what a Russian accent sounds like. What's the line? Oh god, it's the best line ever. He's like, I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! Space! <laughs> and he starts laughing when he says space. It's really funny. It's so good. Look it up if you haven't seen it. Oh. I Literally, it's the first thing that comes up when I type T in my search results. <laughs> Tim Curry, Red Alert 3. Uh. <laughs> we, we mentioned before that this movie was originally going to have a R-rated rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An R-rated rating. And there were a lot of like adult jokes that didn't make it into the final cut. Mm-hmm. They did make it into the deleted scenes. <gasps> Which you, I watched. You saw them? <laughs> yeah. Mm, tell us. So there were a couple. Um, there was a, an animated intro, which was just like the introductory credits of the movie, but they had the original animated kind of look to them, mm. which was interesting, but it wasn't much. They did have the main theme song. Oh. So that's cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the part where they're in the airport at the very beginning talking about what they've been up to in the two, three years that we kind of skipped over. Originally, because in this version, they just kind of mention really quickly what they've done. I've been working at NASA, blah, blah, blah. But in the original version, they had flashbacks that were like two, three minutes long each. Oh, man. Uh, like, just exactly what they said. <laughs> Did they explain how Velma is working at NASA? <laughs> oh, let me get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, and but they cut those scenes out because they thought it dragged the scene on for too long. And I watched it, and they're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they dragged on way too long. So Fred wrote his book, right? Fred on Fred. Great name. <laughs> but it in the deleted scene, it's like a failed book. He's speaking at, like, Comic-Con or something. Oh, man. <laughs> and there's, like, two kids watching him, and they're both like, what's this? This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne learns martial arts, so there's just, like, a quick montage of her, her becoming a martial arts master. Except she's, like, really good for, like, two minutes, and then the last minute she, like, messes up and somehow ends up in a tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> and her sensei is like, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> And then the last one is Velma, which Velma got two things that she was up to, right? Okay. Everyone else was like, I wrote a book. I'm a black belt now. And Velma was like, yeah, I've been working for NASA developing blah, blah, blah weapons or whatever. And also I'm on a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> and guess which one they decided to do the flashback about? Oh, no. Nothing about NASA. <laughs> She's in a therapy support group. And they're talking about, they're like, oh, like, when did your crippling self-esteem issues come up? Oh! <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like, Fred didn't give me <laughs> credit for any of the mystery stuff we did. And it's like three minutes of her in therapy. 
Oh no! And but uh, she's in group therapy though, oh. so everyone's like, yeah, I don't remember a Velma in Mystery Incorporated. Oh my god! So she just gets more depressed. Oh my god! Oh my Jinkies! God. <laughs> Jinkies is right. Were there any other deleted scenes? No. Well, the, yeah, 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 there were. Um, there was the scene right after Velma was looking at the pyramid thing in the lobby. And bald guy comes in and starts playing the piano <laughs> yes. for no reason. The movie like turns into a musical at that point. What? And Velma they should have kept that. <laughs> Velma starts singing like this random cabaret song, and like no one comments it, and then the scene ends. <laughs> <laughs> what? And the last one. Uh, what was it about? I don't even remember. The it pyramid? Was... <laughs> I don't remember oh. it was the song. <laughs> and the last was it one. The sugar ray song. <laughs> Sugar Ray Cabaret. Oh! Tia, tia, tia. Oh my god, wait. Is Sugar Ray up to anything right now? Could I call them? So, the last deleted scene that I watched was sexy, creepy Velma in a locker room. Sexier and creepier than that part in the second one where she's like, who's your mommy? Or less? Hmm. Less she was very less sexy. See, I don't know. They're two different sexies, right? So, <laughs> in the second movie, she's wearing, like, a leather orange cat suit. Uh -huh. And this one, she's wearing just a bikini. And she's in a locker room with a bunch of other girls wearing just a bikini. Oh! I've seen that one yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> and Daphne, this is when Velma is possessed, but Daphne's not. Okay. So Daphne bursts in. She's like, hey, Velma, what are you doing? we got to get out of here and solve this mystery. But Velma's, like, possessed. But she's also, like, her hair is blown out, she's got, like, <laughs> eyeliner on, <laughs> her glasses are off, um, and she's in a bikini, and she's just, like, dancing in the locker room for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, is everyone else dancing, or just her? Just her. Oh, sweet! <laughs> and, um, Velma, or Daphne, is like, we gotta go. So Velma starts, like, cracking her neck. <laughs> her own neck? Or does she crack Daphne's <laughs> Like she turns it like ninety degrees. Like, does she use her hands or is she just like no, no, just the head. To the side. She's like she turns her head like a bird and it like <laughs> <laughs> it like cracks a whole bunch and she says some creepy lines and then she turns it the other way and it cracks again. <laughs> you know the creepiest thing is when people use their hands to crack yeah. their head. Oh my god, oh that my god. Ugh, yeah. I can't stand that. <laughs> no. And that's all the scenes. I oh my god! <laughs> okay, but this out well, this was only like an hour and a half. They could have easily included those Velma <laughs> scenes. Yeah. Also, I've always kind of wondered this about Scooby Doo, but like most of the episodes in the TV show, at least, were people dressed up as monsters. Yeah. And they like demasked them at the end, and they're like, "See, ghosts aren't real." It's just a white man. <laughs> but then. I feel like in every movie version, they're always real, and that's the big twist: is ghosts exist? Like this and one. And in this one, the ghosts are real, and monsters are real, uh -huh. and like magic cults are real. Here's what I was thinking about: is when they get to the island, Mr. Bean is like, "Oh, I care about these kids so much." Like. When you see them come to the island, they look like really happy and they're ready to party. But th when they leave the island, they're like fucking robots, right? Yeah. So people have left the island as 
these soulless monsters. Did they ever get their souls back, Crystal? What the fuck was the point of brainwashing them if they could just, like, take the souls in and out like that? Yeah. Wait. (laughs) 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 Let's really dissect this Scooby-Doo. Yeah. (laughs) Mythos. I don't know. I had a lot of questions about the monsters in this movie. And then when they're talking to the voodoo guy later, he's like, oh yeah, if you don't stop them, the monsters are gonna rule the world for like 10,000 years, and they're like, oh shit. (laughs) And, um, did they like fully stop them? Because they stopped Scrappy-Doo and they unmasked him, and they, the sunlight went on the disco ball, but like, are there still people out there who left the island who are in, who are being worn by monsters? I guess like once they tipped the vat over and all the souls went back to their bodies, like the ones that had left the island already, like their souls just had to travel like real far. Damn. It took like a couple days <laughs> to de-possess them. <laughs> but also, once they get their souls back, the monster comes out of them, right? Mm-hmm. So they could be just like chilling at work and like a monster just chilling jumps at out home of them. At, at night, yeah. and they can't like get rid of this monster because there ain't no sunlight around. Yeah. Oh. So that's a little bit, hmm. <laughs> is that what the second one is about? I think there's a lake monster in the second one. I'm not sure though, I haven't looked I it up. I think there's a whole bunch of monsters in the second one, right? Oh, I cannot wait. It's like 50 bad guys or something. Oh, shit. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember Velma in a... 50 monsters on one base. <laughs> Velma! <laughs> They, they unmasked um, Scrappy-Doo, but like, there's still demons and magic in the world, so how do you deal with the realization of that? Yeah. And then at the end, isn't Fred, like, to the reporters and stuff, and isn't he like, oh, we solved it, guys, no monsters exist, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you literally just were fighting them all day? <laughs> yeah, because now, like, every mystery they do afterwards, they're gonna be like, what if this guy is actually the swamp monster, you know? Uh-huh. Hmm. I'm like I've never understood that because Scooby Doo goes back and forth between monsters don't exist and they totally do. I feel like aliens have come up in Scooby Doo before. <laughs> the Chupacabra, right? Jackalopes, like anything you can think of. They're like, yeah, they exist. But then the next episode, they're like, no, it's a guy in a mask. No, they're like they exist, and then at the end, they unmask them, and it's like some old guy. No, but sometimes it is, and sometimes it was like a real ghost all along. Really? <laughs> yeah. Remember there was one vampire episode, and they were like real vampires in the end. <laughs> what? So I've, I've never understood how the whole they, mythos of Scooby-Doo. How did they catch the vampires? Like, because you got to kill vampires. Did they kill them? I don't remember. I remember the vampires were like also a rock band, though. What? <laughs> like a Kiss-style rock band. Wait, why does it sound... <gasps> Wait, why does it sound familiar? Was that actually Kiss? <laughs> I think it was. I saw that one too. That Ooh. was actually Kiss. But was it Kiss possessed? But you know what? I is Scooby Doo. Were they? Were there also vampires in addition to Kiss? Because there were also these three girls who were like witches or something. But they were dead ass witches. <laughs> okay, so I found it. Okay. 2015 Scooby Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. Love it. It says the Mystery Inc. gang and Kiss investigate a haunting and discover that the Crimson Witch has returned to summon the Destroyer from the Kisteria dimension. 
The what? The Kisteria dimension. Okay, got it. You know, like the Kisteria dimension. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if Kiss are like monster hunting in this one, or if the monsters like possessed. I don't remember. I do remember watching this though. <laughs> and like literally, Gene Simmons and Kiss are in it. I gotta go back and rewatch that one. <laughs> Me too. It got a better rating than this movie. It got six point five out of ten on IMDb, and this movie got a five out of 10 on IMDb. Yikes! What did I get on? I expected, though. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it got a 30 on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, we've done a lot of bad movies, and I feel like there have been ones that got worse scores. I'm getting, like, less and less surprised by the scores. <laughs> but still, not great. It did get a 91 on Google. Oh! The Kiss one, or this one? This one. Oh, oh my god! So, people gave it a 5 out of 10 overall on IMDb. Mm-hmm. We also have some in-depth reviews of people leaving uh, long comments about what they thought of the movie. So we're going to yes. tell you a little bit about that now. And we also have letterboxed reviews. Well, first, do we have any final thoughts on the movie before we get into the reviews? I have another trivia. <gasps> oh, yeah, Please. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have an article, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Um, it's... Because I'm on the internet all the time. <laughs> so basically the reason why Scrappy-Doo was chosen as the villain this time is because James Gunn has a personal vendetta, I think, against Scrappy-Doo. Oh, apparently um, so does Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. Um, according to this HuffPo article, in multiple interviews, he's been asked about Scrappy-Doo <laughs> and like, here's what he thinks. Um, he's a little piece of shit. Also, I can tell you I hate the little motherfucker with all my heart and soul. And Scrappy is just a completely fucking awful person. So yeah, there you go, some mystery. Go off, James Gunn. Mystery is solved. (laughs) Ooh, he really came for Scrappy's life. First he left him in the desert to die, and then he's the main villain. Oof. Alright, so I have... Five reviews here on Letterboxd, and I'm really excited about all of them. So the first review we have is by Vincent Beck, uh, who gave it four and a half out of five stars. And Vincent says, This movie is such a divine gift, it makes me question my lack of religious belief. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Vincent. Uh, Our next review is by Kate. And Kate gave it a three and a half out of five stars. And Kate says, I'm 100% certain I am gay for Daphne and Velma, and I'm 99% certain they are gay for each other. <laughs> so was James Gunn. <laughs> uh, this review is by Con slash new account in bio. Con gave it a three stars out of five, and they say, look me in the eye and tell me this didn't deserve an Oscar. <laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> yeah. That's two votes. Uh, the fourth review is by Bethany Wilson, who gave it five out of five stars. The full Monty. Uh, and Bethany says, All of the subtle stoner jokes that went right over my head when I was little are everything. Mary Jane is his favorite name. <laughs> oh. And the last review we have is by superfan Scooby-Doo. Ooh. AKA Mo. <laughs> and uh, Scooby Doo gives Scooby Doo four and a half out of five stars. And they say, 
I'd like to personally thank the animators of Scoobert Doobert for not pulling a Disney by trying to make him a handsome dog. <laughs> it makes it easier to enjoy this film since I don't have a crisis on if I'm a furry or not. Wait. Okay, but they are a Scooby fan. So does that mean the cartoons give him a crisis? Hmm. Maybe. I think because they say for not pulling a Disney, I think they're talking about Beast. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that was my first thought <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. A lot of people are hot for the Beast, I guess. I thought that was like a weird thing to do for the live action Beauty and the Beast was to make him like prettier. I feel like if he's too pretty, that's Send in some messages, you know? Yeah. It's concerning. It's concerning. But also, I didn't think he was that pretty in the movie. I just thought it was weird that they gave him, like, Cupid bow lips or whatever. And I'm like, what? How did he have his, like, teeth? <laughs> Ashley? Uh, this is a safe space. No, no, Ashley, this is... Not that safe. <laughs> this is an intervention. Uh, did you have any uh, realizations when you watched Scuba Duber? <laughs> Did you come to any personal conclusions about yourself? I know that Jack Black did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the IMDb reviews. Ashley. Oh no. Yeah. I'm seeing what's wrong with this first one. <laughs> oh, I think the same thing is wrong with the second one also. Oh no. Let's <laughs> not jump the gun here. Oh. <laughs> so getting into the IMDb reviews, the first one I have is by user Jamie Waters, who gave it a perfect 10 out of 10. Tagline, great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie for the whole family to enjoy. It is one good movie. It is a funny movie. It is a hoot. You will like this movie a lot. Even I like it. And this is a cool movie. You will say, wow, this is a great movie. It is one good movie. I never saw a movie this good before. It is one funny movie. You will like this movie a lot. This movie is the bomb. It is one good movie. You will like this movie a lot. This movie is the bomb. It is on fire. It is cool movie. I like this movie a lot, but I want to watch it. Now this is one cool movie. This is one good movie that you will like in a lot. Make this movie number one of all the Scooby-Doo movies. All, all caps with that do. Movies that I like this movie so much, you will like it too. This movie is a masterpiece work of art. An amazing movie that you will just have to see too. Believe it. I like this movie a lot, and so will you and your kids. Have a great Scooby-Doo day. You will like it. <laughs> so I wonder, how much did James Gunn pay Dr. Seuss to write that? <laughs> oh my god. I wonder what message they were trying to tell us about that movie. Are you going to like know. it? I didn't quite get it. <laughs> uh, we have one more. This one is by user Donnie is the best who also gave it a 10 out of 10. Tagline is, awesome film. <laughs> Warning, this can be a spoiler. Why does everyone hate this movie? I mean, only the reason this got this movie got a stink because an adult rated it and let me just say, this is not a kid movie, duh. I mean, think about it. This movie was a funny, awesome, hilarious, and most of all, the best film that will ever be made because everybody thinks defiantly. <laughs> It is an awesome movie, and whoever thought differently spelled correct this time. I'm gonna hurt them badly. I'm gonna hurt them badly. By the way, so much better than any movie. This is not a 
kids movie. This is an adult movie. Kids should rate kids films and adult should rate adult movie. I mean, come on, we are kids like to see our favorite movies rated so much more than four stars, at least eight stars. I mean, nobody cares about other people's review. Is Thank that you. it? That is it. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Donnie. The oh. best. I couldn't tell that was such a ride. I couldn't tell if they were a kid or an adult. Because they said this is an adult movie, but they also said kids should rate kids movies and adults should rate adult movies. I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> Oh, but it was so good either way. That was a ride. <laughs> oh my god, I'm literally crying. That's so funny. <laughs> now that we know what the internet thinks, uh, it's time to get into our reviews. And again, just for comparison, IMDb gave it 5 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 30%. If you're new here, we rate our, the movies that we watch on the Goldblum scale, which is a scale of bad movies. One being, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. Ten being, honestly, for a bad movie, not that bad. What do we think? <laughs> Crystal, you're our guest. Do you want to take us away? Well, my personal thought would be that I don't think anyone was paid enough to be in this movie. <laughs> 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 we did do good of a job to be in this movie. It was I, mess. The but acting bad. was really good in yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah. From Mr. Bean, too, like, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what do you think? What what would you give it out of 10? Ashley, do you know? Do you have a number in mind? See, here's the thing. It's like, despite, like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> but like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've seen this movie, like, I have this movie, I think either on DVD or we downloaded it completely legally when I was a kid. <laughs> um, Are you sure you don't have it on VCR? I don't think so. So maybe we did download <laughs> But I, we had this movie when I was a kid, and I've seen it so many times that there is, like, a nostalgia factor for me. Um, I, it's so much fun to watch. Like, I don't even care how bad it is. I'm going to give it, like, an 8. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know what? Uh, a lot of the movies that we do on here, when I watch them, they're usually, like, an hour and a half long, like this one, but they feel like five hours. <laughs> but this one passed really quickly. Yeah. Like, it was really fun it was funny uh like one of the reviews mentioned there are a lot of jokes that went over my head as a kid that i that i get now um that make it even better even more enjoyable so i'm gonna go and give it like a six and a half six, okay six point five out of ten and i like the jokes too yeah like, they made me laugh like, <laughs> the acting yeah the, like oh, it was good yeah the dialogue was amazing <laughs> yeah. there were some fine pieces of dialogue in there that should go in the museum of modern art Ooh. but <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a 6.5 nice. for me crystal let's circle back do you have um, i'm just going to be the middleman here seven ish okay. okay seven's fair yeah because i feel like scooby-doo had an unintentional mass effect on the melons, uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, like based on the lexicon of Shaggy himself, <laughs> but also like it embodies so much of what two thousands movies were, like just like really well paid actors in stupid stupid roles, yeah, like that had no purpose really, yeah, yeah like a little joke. <laughs> it was like, very two thousands from like. The stuff that they were wearing. <laughs> How they talked in the training video. <laughs> yeah. The Frosted Tips. The Frosted Tips. Sugar Ray. <laughs> I think for that, like, it brings a lot of nostalgia. It's, like, been nearly 20 years. But yeah, here we are. We're just 
Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's good. <laughs> this was a good one. Yeah. Like, it, there, we have a lot of bad movies that are actually bad, but this one was a bad one that was actually good, yeah. I want to say. <laughs> so, yeah. If um, any of you have watched this movie and you have thoughts on it, and you want to tell us those thoughts, you can find us uh, on Gmail, Bad Movie Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Letterboxd at BMS Podcast. And thank you, Crystal, for coming on. And <laughs> Ashley, uh, my other guest. Oh, thank you. Today. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> uh, and again, I'm Amy. I'm Ashley. I'm Crystal. And this has been Bad Movie Sunday. So we'll see you uh, next, next week. Jinkies. Jinkies! <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs>